Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. And we had a picnic all together, and uh, the church grounds, for those of you who were there, um, were a bit like a meadow. Uh, the grass is getting longer and longer, and uh, we had supposed to have a, a sort of a, a, an arrangement with Lambeth Council that they cut the grass, but they haven't quite kept their side of the arrangement at the moment, but they are going to cut it soon. So it was a bit of a hay fever factory. And... Um, uh, Hope, who's our seven-year-old, um, she has uh, proved to be a bit of a hay fever sufferer. And um, there she is at the moment uh, in normal times with her hamster. Um, and uh, over the course of yesterday, during this um, picnic, she was playing with friends, including sort of doing somersaults on the bike rails and landing in the grass and things like that. And when we got home later, it proved not to be a wise choice because rather than looking like that, uh, she actually ended up looking uh, like that. Uh, so it looks like she's sort of... Um, <laughs> Uh, gone in a boxing ring with uh, Tyson Fury or something like that. But actually, that is just um, uh, uh, her face puffed up from the hay fever. Uh, she wasn't actually the only child like that. There was another child that was exactly like that uh, um, as well. So uh, there are the, the, the traumas of hay fever being particularly bad this year. Now, um, what that shows is it wasn't a wise choice by her, but by, more by Susanna and me, her parents, to let her play around in the grass when her hay fever uh, is so bad. And, and this week, uh, throughout the week in Proverbs, as we look at Proverbs 15 to 17, um, we are um, thinking about wise choices. Um, wise choices, uh, and it wasn't a wise choice to let Hope play in the grass. Um, and today, we're t- in terms of wise choices, we're thinking about um, particularly about happiness and the choice to be happy. Now, external factors uh, do obviously have an impact on our happiness. Of course, they do. Um, and, um, uh, you know, Hope was not at all happy after the pollen had gone in her eye. That was a sort of, a, you know, a bad external factor putting a stop on her happiness. And, um, you know, there are other um, things that, you know, we've, we've prayed about today, other external factors, huge factors, much worse than pollen in the eye of people dying that obviously uh, have an impact on our happiness. But vice versa, when th- good things happen externally, uh, it can start or encourage happiness. So we're going to look at Proverbs 15, verse 30, first of all. Uh, and Proverbs 15, verse 30 says this, light in a messenger's eyes, rather than pollen in hope's eyes, uh, brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones. So we know there that, that you know, a messenger, uh, their eyes are light, they're bright, they're glinting when a messenger comes and brings a message that is bringing good news. And this sort of good external news that we might be brought causes joy to the heart and health to the bones, that proverb says. So external factors, they do affect our happiness. Um, of course they do. But there's also the case that we have a choice, each of us, to make um, a choice to make whatever our circumstances. You know, do we choose to be happy and content even in difficult circumstances? If you look at um, chapter 15, uh, verse 13, coming up on the next slide, it says this, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. So it says that happiness in our heart, it actually, you know, internally, happiness in our heart, a happy heart, it shows up on the outside. I, I love it as, how, how, as, um, as somebody gets older and older, you can tell quite a bit about them because of the marks of, of life that are on their 
uh, a face. You know, if someone smiled a lot, you can see a lot of smile lines around their eyes. My dad uh, is someone who smiles loads. And I, I remember a story he used to, uh, mum used to tell of when dad was probably about my age. Um, and he went to his uh, prep school that he'd been at, you know, 30, 40 years before. And uh, he, he met the matron. And before introducing himself, uh, she said, Timmy Wynn, I can remember that smile anywhere. Because, uh, you know, those, the smile lines and the and lines of the face uh, sort of were there. And that's true. A happy heart makes the face cheerful. And it's a similar idea in verse um, 15. In verse 15 um, of Proverbs 15, it says, All the days of the oppressed are wretched but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. You know, the idea that even when we're oppressed, when we're facing uh, day after day, wretched challenges, and some of us may feel like that at the moment, uh, it's saying if we choose to have a cheerful heart, well, even then we can feel like we're sort of having this continual feast despite the circumstances. All the days of the oppressed are wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. And that's what the next two Proverbs say in verses 16 and 17. Uh, It says this, better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil, or better a dish of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. Apologies to any vegetarians here, but it's saying a dish of vegetables isn't so great, but a bit of, uh, but a dish of vegetables with love, that is far better than a fattened, juicy calf if there's hatred going on around. So we can't always choose our external circumstances, but we can always choose the attitude of our heart. And uh, Proverbs tells us um, uh, to, uh, to look to sort of choose happiness, to choose cheerfulness, even in times of trouble, even when we have little materially. I wonder if you remember what Paul writes to the Philippians in chapter chapter four of Philippians. He's in prison and he writes this. He says, I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And so to you and me at the start of this week, Uh, Whatever your circumstances are at the moment, especially uh, the circumstances that we are unable to change, even in those circumstances that we're unable to change, we can choose for our hearts to be happy, to be content. God, he doesn't give us the sort of strength to conquer over all our problems and challenges and tough circumstances. Sometimes they will still exist. But God, he says there, he does give us strength to know contentment in the midst of our circumstances even if we have chronic hay fever. Shall I pray? Uh, Lord God, uh, thank you um, that we can know uh, what it is for you to give us strength in all circumstances. And pray, Lord, for uh, each one of uh, us here on this call. Uh, Pray uh, for others that are uh, unknown to us, uh, like uh, Shanali's family, Uh, like Alan Chalmers' family, Uh, we pray, Lord God, that you would give us all uh, strength at this time, Uh, strength uh, to know uh, joy in our hearts, even in the challenges, Uh, joy that comes from you. Uh, And we pray that you would give us uh, that strength today. Amen. Today on HTC Daily, we spent time praying and thanking God for his incredible creation and the amazing goodness we see from him around us. 
We also spent time praying for those who are remembering Shanali at the moment um, as we had her memorial. <laughs> 